Hey, what's up? This is Mario with Rugged 33 Podcast, and I'm here with Sunny. How are you doing, Sunny? Hello, I'm doing really good. How about you, Dad? I'm doing pretty good. Just, uh, you know, up early, it is 7.01 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So um, I have to get up early, get ready, and then I go teach at school today. But it's cool. I only teach two classes today. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not bad. Yesterday was a long day, but it's Mm -hmm. it's all right. It's good. It was my Monday, and the kids were just off the hook. (laughs) How about you? What's going on? Not too much. It's a Monday. It's five or two p.m. Just got done with class earlier. I only had one class today. I usually only have one class on Mondays, so it's it's usually Mondays are a chill day for me. Oh, that must be nice. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, today's subject, which you brought up, was alcohol, alcohol consumption, what the Bible says about it. Um, Are we allowed to drink? Should we drink? So let's take a biblical perspective on what King Jesus, uh, what his scriptures say about alcohol. Because I think a lot of people have this question, you know, like, hey, are we allowed? Are we not allowed? What? What what do you hear about it, Sunny? Um, it's been a. I feel like it's a very hot topic amongst Christians. Like it's been argued and talked about for like, you know, thousands of years, pretty much. And <laughs> like and even like now, uh, like because I go to Viola and we sign our contract that says you know we will not drink alcohol even even if we are of age. Like that, we will sustain from drinking alcohol uh-huh. of age. Hello, I think we lost you. Can you hear me? No, I can hear you. Okay. Um, like I was saying, I think it's it's a personal choice, and. Uh-huh. Um, from like the Biola stance, uh, like I was saying, like we saw in our contract, like it says, like that we will subs- we won't drink alcohol and like and all these other things. And uh, when you say all these other things, like what? Like sex before marriage and uh-huh. drug use and and just other stuff like that. And, yeah, I'm so I- glad as a dad you signed that contract. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> But like it even says like for drinking alcohol like even if we're of age of drinking age, yeah. Which I you know I think it's it is it is a personal choice because it, you know what the Bible does say. Okay, so so we have our stance. Let's get let's get to it like right off the bat, so listeners can hear. So, what's your stance on alcohol consumption, and then I'll give you mine. Okay, cool. I think it's a choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did you come to that conclusion? Because uh, uh, there's just numerous Bible verses about it, and it never says like that. It's like a forbidden, a forbidden thing. Like he, you uh-huh. know, it says to not be, you know, a drunkard, but right. it doesn't say anything about like, oh, you cannot consume any ounce of alcohol. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I see it as like a personal decision. 
to me. Okay. So personal decision for yourself. Um, For me, when I do read scripture, so my stance on it is that um, you can drink alcohol. You just Mm -hmm. cannot get drunk. Um, But like scripture says, not everything that is good, and this is what scripture says, not everything that is good is permissible, meaning not everything that is good is good for you. Yeah. And so, for instance, um, my fa- my dad had an addictive uh, personality, and so he chose to stay away from alcohol, and he warned us about staying away from alcohol, you know? And what I liked about it is he he was able to um, be honest and be like, hey, I am not you, – you like me now, but you wouldn't like me if I was drinking, you know. Yeah. And that's what alcohol did to him. And so because of that experience, he always warned me like, you know, hey – you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. It's not good. It's never been good for our family. Like we have a huge issue with it, you know? And, uh, I know some, some, some parents or family members, they hide those things, you know, that, um, we fall victim to as people. Yeah. And, um, so for him to just be honest and be like, Hey, you know, our, our family has always had issues with drinking. So, you you should stay away. And so, and so, you know, that's just one of the experiences. But when I read scripture, because I want to, on this show today, I want to give you guys some scripture so that it backs things up on how I came to this acknowledgement, how I came to this stance on alcohol. And so uh, one of the famous verses, we could, let's use the New Testament. So we'll use the New Testament, and then we'll go back to Old. So you're going to get New Testament and Old Testament. So Galatians 5, 19, 21, it talks about now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, and and it goes on. I don't want to read all of it. Um, Rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, there it is, and... um, and orgies and things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so when I read that of inheriting the kingdom of God, I want to I wanna be in good stands with King Jesus because I want to inherit the kingdom of God. I want to be with him forever. And so I, through his spirit, I try not to... Uh, be involved in those things that I just read. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's Galatians. So it also, it, I, I think sometimes as Christians, we like to, the, we we take certain things out of even, of, let's just say this, um, this scripture. And it says idolatry. Any, I, so idolatry is any, anything put before God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we we'll talk about drunkenness and homosexuality, and we're like, hey, these things are sin, but I'm jealousy. You know, if you're a jealous person, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. You know, but today uh, we're talking about uh, alcohol, so we'll stick to that. But I just want to be careful and let people 
know and understand and explore for themselves through scripture because there's so many scripture. The Old Testament is amazing. Like, check this one out in Isaiah 5.22. It says, woe to those who are heroes at drinking wine Mm -hmm. and valiant men in mixing strong drink. (laughs) How about, well, check this one out. How about Proverbs 23.20.21? Be not among drunkards or among gluttonous eaters of meat. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty, and slumber will clothe them with rags. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how about Leviticus 10.9? So we know this is the law um, of the Old Testament. Drink no wine or strong drink, you or your sons with you. When you go into the tent of meeting, lest you die, I shall be a statue forever throughout your generations. So those are just some of the scriptures, Old Testament. And then um, if we could read in New Testament, Luke 21, 34, but watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down the dispensation and drunkenness and cares of this life, that the day come upon you suddenly like a trap. So when I read these, I, I see the key is drinking wine and drunkenness drinking alcohol in excess. And the word of God talks about this. Anything in excess is not good. I mean, that's just um, normal. If I eat too many tacos, which I've had in my life, then I'm going to gain too much weight and I'll be overweight. And that's excess. And that's not good. And so now I'm caring for myself better. I'm trying to eat better. Anything in excess usually is not in is usually not good. What's your thought about what we just read and what we're talking about? Um, well, yeah, it definitely shows about, you know, what what Jesus intends for it to be. And, like, he's, it's like a warning. It's like, hey, look, even though, you know, uh, this is what happens when you do do this and it's not pleasing to me, so I'm just telling you, don't do it. But it's your choice. Right. Right. As far, yeah, as far as definitely, you know, people and people ask me one of the, one of the arguments, let's say for drinking alcohol, people are like, well, Jesus turned water into wine. Yeah. I always use that one. I always use that (laughs) (laughs) So, so let's, and me and you had a cool conversation about this because it was the same conversation I had with my dad. So, you know, I, I didn't use that one because I was, I was a little bit older and I was a little bit more wiser because I knew he would be like, you know, he had a, he had a thought about it and because people use this uh, verse all the time. So let's just go with this. Um, Yes, he did turn water into wine. And there's some people that believe like, oh, like I've heard even in my family in circles, well, it wasn't fermented wine. And I'm like, uh his history like why would he um why was everybody happy about it afterwards they said it was the best wine ever you know what i'm saying and so and not just only that i mean there's other arguments to it i'm just addressing that you know people were like it wasn't fermented it was grape juice you know and so anyway You would be surprised what I've heard. Um, so the argument and counter argument, which we could talk about, 
you know, uh, of that is when I read scripture and I look at it and it, it talks consistent. It, it does talk about wine in Luke 21, 34, but watch your yourselves, at least your hearts be weighed down. And I read that and drunkenness and cares of this life. Like we need to be careful. First Corinthians six twelve. all things are lawful for men. Here it is. All things are lawful for men, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. So the thought is, does alcohol enslave you? Does alcohol separate you from King Jesus? When you consume alcohol, does God smile on you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like... You know, are you are you pleasing to God? Like, is this good with Him? Is this okay with Him? And most of the times, people, because of life experiences, then they will um, shy away from alcohol. Or they'll say, like, no, you shouldn't drink alcohol, especially in the in the Christian circles. Yeah. Um, and I've been a part of both types of churches and 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 leadership because being a pastor, where. Um, one pastor is like, Hey, it's okay. If you partake, you just can't get drunk and you need, you need to be wise with it. Like in other words, don't be posting on Instagram, your cold beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of people like, because people will be like, well, you shouldn't drink because then you're going to make your brother stumble. Right. They use that, that verse as well. Well, let me be the devil's advocate and be like, well, there's there's a lot of things that make people stumble. And it's true. With alcohol, I have friends that have issues with alcohol, have issues with drug use. So my stance, so people know my stance is you can drink alcohol, but you can't get drunk. And if your family has issues with alcohol, then you shouldn't do it. It's plain and simple. Yeah. It shouldn't be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. And so let, let's let's take it for instance with our family. Okay. And we could use our family. I know that you drink alcohol and I know that your brother doesn't, right? Yeah. He like rarely I've ever seen him drink alcohol. Yeah. He's 27 years old. And has he partaken of alcohol? Yes. But at a uh, he's even told me stories where it was like, you know, it's it's just not his thing. It's not something that he practices. Yeah. You know. So go ahead and and talk. You could talk about that too. Okay. Well, for me, like, yeah, I know about like you know my family's background about it, but me personally, like, it's only ever like socially, and uh-huh. like I. Like, I don't crave it or, like, anything or, like, usually, like, if I'm going to have a beer, it's because, you know, like, oh, all my, we're out to dinner with, like, my friends or my boyfriend. We're just, we're just having a good time. Like, we're just relaxing. It's a weekend. And, but for me, it's never been a problem. So that's why, for me, I, I see it as a choice because I know, like, how I handle it. I know how well that, like, it's not something that controls me. I can, right. you know, and there's times where I will and there's times even socially like there's times where I will or there's times where I won't like I'll just you know drink a Dr. Pepper and just hang out like 
it, yeah. it really just depends. Like, if we're celebrating something, like, yeah, of course, like, you know, have some champagne yeah. or a celebratory yeah. shot or something, but I'm, yeah. like, <laughs> overdoing it, getting hammered and, you know, yeah, crazy yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, Is that uh, what they call it now, a celebratory shot? Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> like, like, wow. me my, like, me and my friends, like, for Natalia's graduation, right? Uh-huh. Um, like, her family, too. Like, they're, um, they're, they're not very big on drinking either. But, like, if it's, like, a special occasion, you know, um, they will. Like, we took yeah. a shot, like, after her graduation, we went back to her apartment. And me, her... And um, her family, we all took a, a shot together to celebrate, uh-huh. like, her graduating college. Yeah. And, and they're not big drinkers either. Like, um, and, like, I've talked to, like, her mom, like, so, and her family background, like, they're Serbian. So, uh-huh. and, and so, like, I've talked to, like, her mom and dad about it and everything, like, their, their stance on alcohol. And, and her mom's just, like, her mom's kind of similar to you, like, same way. Like, she will have one every once in a while but they're but they're not big drinkers like right it's a it's a celebratory thing especially because they are serbian and it's like that's also part of like their culture too as well yeah. so yeah. so yeah that's like my whole take on it everything. yeah what, what about your you know most of your friends or people you come in contact with um i feel like is, my, my is it age, the same way yeah i feel like this my age of like christians Especially it either, it's kind of like you're either not at all doing it or, you know, or you are. It's kind of like, it's, they're kind of like on the brink. Like how I even talked about like a diff, like when we talked about dating, how like specifically like with men, they're either very much about it, but, or they're not. Same, I think it's kind of like the same thing. Like there's, there's a lot of like young people who are very much either like, yeah, it's a choice or no, it's a sin and. And this and that. So I think yeah. it really just depends. Like I know in my circle, like it's very much like a personal choice, and it's oh, okay. like you, yeah, you know, like it's something we yeah. we do to celebrate, but we're not over here getting all crazy and yeah, getting drunk. smashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And dancing on tables like no, just, yeah. just to have. Fun. Yeah, I get it. No, I I think there's another factor too. Well, for me, I think it's um, a little bit different only because being a pastor, being a minister, Mm -hmm. we are under the authority of uh, also of under the local pastor. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's as simple as this. If my pastor says, Mario, uh, alcohol is not allowed to be consumed, then that's where I was called. So I can't consume alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's my that's my covering that's my home church that's the the church that I serve at and if I am and it gets it's hard intent if I am um um if I'm serving under that pastor and their their belief system says we're not allowed to consume alcohol then I don't consume alcohol yeah. It's for me, that, but that's me as a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I don't consume alcohol. Been under pastor, and I've been under pastors like that just recently. You know, like hey, mm-hmm. they don't. I know their stance on alcohol, so I don't consume alcohol. You know, and um, 
And so, and I want to be careful when I say hard intent, especially for you religious, not nice people out there. I'm not talking, I know the heart is deceitful. I'm not talking about that. Mm. You know, what I'm talking about is, you know, whether you could handle alcohol or not. You know what I'm saying? You know whether you are you're you are still pleasing and under that authority of Christ. And because it does say to be of sober mind, you know, it does say that we shouldn't be outside of our mind because it, Satan is just looking for a foothold. He's looking for a foothold. And so we have to be very careful for those of you to be honest with yourself. Like, hey, is this something that is good for me or is it not good for me? Just like, hey, I, and I know there's more on the, there's more on the line when you drink alcohol. Um, and, and sometimes I use that example of eating food, you know, like it's not okay to be a glutton. That, we just read it. And so I have to take care of my body better and I have to eat better. Um, and so with alcohol, there's, of course, there's other things online. If I eat five tacos and then get in the car, it's not as devastating as if I have five beers and get in the car. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. the long term, five tacos, yeah, you know, it's going to mess with my health. Mm. And so, you know, I wanted to talk about that because some of my friends here, they were like, um, I'll go with them. Uh there's this thing called a pub quiz and we, me and you, we've talked about it. And so what they do is you go to a pub and then they have a quiz, not about beer, right? I call it beer quiz just to mess with them. Mm -hmm. And um, so you go and they have, you're in teams and now mind you here, 98% are Muslim. So not a lot of people drink alcohol. You know what I'm saying? And um, so you go to the pub quiz and they ask questions. There's 10 questions, four to five rounds in each question or um, in each round. And whoever wins gets like a small prize. And so when I'm there, I don't drink. And usually I eat because at pubs, they have really good food. And so usually we're all eating well. The first time I went, it was really cool because... I was able to share the love of Christ with my colleagues. Again, 98% Muslim and then me. So some people would ask like, oh, my God, you went into a pub, you went into a bar. Like, why would you do something like that? Well, first of all, I have to be wise about it. Do I have a problem with drinking? No. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have a problem with drinking. Do when I go to the pub, am I... <laughs> Am I, you know, engaging in extracurricular activities that are not of Christ? No, no. You know what I'm saying? And so the whole point is to build rapport with or relationship with my colleagues. And because I pray and I fast about, Lord, let me share with the people that I come in contact with of your good news. And I was able to share Christ at the pub. You know what I'm saying? Now, do I suggest this to everybody? No, no. You have to know your faith and you have to be strong in your faith. And, you know, it's probably not wise for you to go to a pub if you 
have an issue with drinking or cannot handle yourself um, and being Christ-like. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be wise about every situation that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And with some people, it, I already know, just believe me, I've heard because me and you, we talked about it and I've posted it about being in the pub and sharing Christ. Now, do I practice being in the pub and sh sharing Christ? No. Do I go every week? No. You know, and, um, and yes, I've already invited him to my house and shared Christ. I could already hear it. The toxic Christians like, Oh, how come you just didn't go to your house? And uh, I could hear it. Believe, yeah. believe me. What, I could hear why it. Why did it have to be at a pub? Why couldn't you go to a coffee shop or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and I have. To answer your question, you know, answer those questions, my colleagues have come to my house, mm -hmm. you know, and I have shared Christ there as well. And so these kinds of things is like the hard intent. Can you handle these, these things and these issues and these situations? Yeah, you know what? Maybe your issue isn't alcohol, but maybe your issue is jealousy. Mm -hmm. That will keep you out of the kingdom of God. If you, it's, we just read it. If you practice these things, are you practicing getting drunk? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you practicing being separated from God? I don't want to practice being separated from God. You know? Yeah. Um, so with that, I, I mean, is there, believe me, I could go many directions with this topic and I've had many conversations. Do you have any any questions or conversation or, you know, about alcohol? I think it would be like, I feel like maybe from like a young person's point of view, it's like, why are like the older Christians like so dead set on it? Like, oh, it's a sin. Like, e even though it doesn't say like that, it's, it's like a, it's not a forbidden thing, you know, like why, like why is there this like, like stigma about it basically, like in the Christian community? Yeah. Well, I, I think that, um, there was in that generation, they seen the hardship of what alcohol has cost, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, like what it, or what at the cost of alcohol. So I think that they've seen, and I, and I don't know, maybe we should have your grandma on, you know, and yeah. talk to her about it. Cause I know she's like, she can't stand, you know, like she, she doesn't like if I drink, you know, even like one beer, she's like, she gives me the face, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I know like she's, she's chill. She's a little bit more chill about it now, mm -hmm. but for the most part, she was like against like, and I think too, I think it's because there was a time in my life where I would drink and it wasn't a good thing. Yeah. You know, like I shared with you, like yeah. when my brother passed away and by far I don't use that as an excuse, I chose to abuse alcohol. And so in that season and in that time, it wasn't good for me. Yeah. You know, and, and still, because I try and be wise about it, there's, it, it's not like I practice drink. I don't practice drinking alcohol, but do I have one on the, on an occasion? Yes, I do. You know? Yeah. 
And so I'm, I'm always very careful, especially because I know people look and they judge and I'm, I'm very careful. I don't want people to this freedom that I do have. Um, I don't want to abuse it. And so you'll never see me post like an alcoholic drink on my Instagram or anything. Mm -hmm. Now, will I do it where it could be questionable? Yeah. It's just like Michiladas. Let's just talk about this. Michiladas, right? They're really good. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you could drink a Michilada without alcohol. True. Very true. Have you have you ever tried one of those? No, I have not. <laughs> okay, yeah, they they use actually sparkling water. Oh, interesting. And it tastes exactly the same. Hmm, I'm gonna have to try that then. Yeah, I'm not saying try. It. <laughs> I mean, what I am saying <laughs> is that I'm try it with sparkling water. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, better, th yeah. Okay, try it because I'd rather have you drink sparkling water than beer any day. Yeah. So. Um, and the reason why that I say that is because I know, like, there are times where I will post what looks like a drink. It's, I would never post an alcoholic drink. What I would post is a drink. It, it might look like alcohol to you. You know that there's root beers out there. Their bottles look like beer. Yeah. And, of course, the toxic Christian will be like, oh, my God, there's Pastor Mario again posting a beer. <laughs> Instead of, yeah, you know, it's a root beer. But, anyway, I just get, as you can tell, I get a attitude about it because it's something that I deal with constantly. Yeah. Aren't yeah. you supposed to be a pastor? Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And... And so it's almost like your life is under a microscope waiting for people just to pick at it. You know, it, believe me, I get it. I get messages. And sometimes, sometimes I don't care. Sometimes I'm like, ah, the, people are going to think what they want to think. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't post this bottle of root beer. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going to be like, oh, he's supposed to. So this is, believe me, it's very strong. Go for it. You you probably have some questions or something to say. Yeah, well, I wanted to, in our conversation that we had previously about this, there was a scripture that I brought up to you, and I just want to bring it up on here, which yeah. is Ecclesiastes 9, verse 7. It says, uh -huh. go, eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart, for God has already approved what you do. Wow. So I okay. feel like that, that is a verse that, you know, we should, we should, you know, let the hearers, the viewers or listeners, you know. <laughs> like they should hear, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm reading it right now. And then you got 1 Corinthians 6.10. It says, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. They're talking about drunkards. And so this is the thing is like. We could start narrowing it down. We're at the 30 mark. So it's like Jesus turns water into wine. Yeah. Right. Then we read scripture in Old Testament and New Testament where it's like, and they're constantly, they it talks about drunk, drunk, drunk. Mm -hmm. Be of sober mind, drunk. So don't get drunk. Yeah. 
And so that's how I was able to come to that conclusion of, okay, it's okay to partake. It's okay to have an alcoholic beverage. What is not okay is to have it in access. You know what I'm saying? That's how I came to that conclusion. Now, there's other factors. Will I drink in front of people that I know, like some of my family members that are Christian, they don't drink. So I would never go out to dinner with them and have a drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just out of, like, respect, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely out of the respect factor, I wouldn't have a drink. If I'm with my mom because I know she doesn't like for me to drink, I won't have a drink. You know what I'm saying? Uh But that's just me. Um, Have there been times when I was with my family and we're celebrating? um, And when I say celebrating, I'm not saying drunken party. I think it's it's weird because I think that some people who don't drink and like they think that if you do drink, then you're just getting smashed. You know what I'm saying? It's not like there's there's a healthy way to, it seems like in their mind, there's not a healthy way to it. Yeah. So it's, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say like, it it almost seems like any like mention of it or like, it's almost like, oh, a simple drop, like you're drunk. Like, like, like I feel like that's what people who like, especially in the Christian community, like if they've never drank before and they just don't do that, like they don't understand, like, no, like, you don't just get drunk by one sip. It's like, no, you have to have, like, a large amount of alcohol to, you know. But Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but same thing as you. Like, I think people who don't, like, they think, like, if you're celebrating something, like, we have to get plastered and all this stuff. It's like, no, yeah. like, you can have, like, so, you know, like, at a wedding, cheers, glass of champagne, like, yeah that's that's literally it yeah oh and type of celebration yeah and you you could also choose not to like you said there's times where i'm like no i'm cool i don't i don't need to you know and and that's me 99 percent of the time i'm very careful with it because of the office that i hold in god's kingdom being a pastor i'm very careful yeah you know and so I'm very careful on what I post. I'm very, I'm always thinking about like, how is this going to reflect Christ? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and so sometimes you, we understand that the word of God says our life is not our own. It belongs to Christ. And so that is, that is heavily on my mind and in my heart, especially with media these days and social media, you know what you have to be so careful with what you post and what you do and everybody's seen and everybody's watching but the, but for the most part for me it's not only just what everybody's seen and everybody's watching it's what king jesus says about this situation that's mm-hmm. above and most of all yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and so i'm really careful with it i'm very careful with which I would say maybe this freedom of, of um, what I believe to be true. And I know a lot of people, they want to hear about it. And they've asked me like, hey, you should do one on alcohol. It, the, the thing about it, especially about this podcast, and I'll say it over again, is that there's so many podcasts and videos for Christians. Like we're saturated. Being in the East, they have – it. 
minimal. They're just barely getting Bibles in their language. So as Christians from the West, we have videos and books and colleges and all these, all these amazing resources as Christians. Yeah. And so sometimes, like I know what my pod, what this podcast is for, is for people, <clears throat> is for people who are interested in Christ. That's what this is for. People who are like, or they're in Christ and they're not sure, or they're in Christ and they have questions. Yeah. Because there's some things on this podcast that really the church doesn't talk about or they're afraid to talk about, or it's hard to even tackle it on a Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to take more of an in-depth conversation than a 40-minute sermon. Yeah. And so this is what the podcast is all about, you know. And um, and I get questions. Believe me, my my friend from South Africa, I want to give a shout-out to Sandra. She's one of my colleagues. She's a believer. I think there's only three believers at, at my work. I'm one of them, Sandra, and then our receptionist, which is my translator, Ice. And she's like, you guys should do it every week. I know. I'm like, I'm trying. It's just we've been busy with work. And, you know, so anyways, yeah. people, they're interested. They want to hear. They're like, okay, what about abuse? When are you going to do abuse? I'm like, can we do something a little bit lighter? yeah i feel like we've been hitting some really heavy topics lately right yeah and yeah so we did angels and demons we know what that came with yeah and you know we've just been hitting heavy topics and it's okay because um people are asking about it and, and i'm happy so how about this for your friends and your generation i'm not saying you're the overall speaker for generation but what what type of questions would you would you have maybe for a pastor, you know, about alcohol or, you know, what we're talking, especially alcohol, what we're talking about this topic? Did you have anything? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like we've touched upon, like, the real, like, basic questions about, like, you know, what does the Bible say about it? Yeah. We, we talked about, uh, we threw out, like, a bunch of different verses and we talked about basic, about, like the whole argument of personal choice versus like sin. And um, a lot of the questions I actually had, like we, we talked about like uh, how you even brought up, like, can you drink and still be pleasing to God? Um, um, I feel like with young people, especially like if we're like new believers, um, sometimes I feel like personally me, like sometimes I feel like I struggle in like finding my own understanding in like on certain topics. And okay, let then, me st- let me stop you right there. And that is the importance of you of the Christian mm-hmm. reading their Bible because the word of God, right, is God's words. It's mm-hmm. his mandate to us. It's yeah. on how we're supposed to live our life. You understand? Yeah. Like reading it for yourself. So let me ask you this. When you were preparing for this, were you digging in God's word? Were you looking into it and seeing, okay, what does it say about this topic? Yes. I was looking up different verses and I even looked through like my old, my older like teenage study Bible that you had got me like years ago because I still have that to kind of oh, see wow. like, what it says. But yeah, I was just like looking through like different verses and stuff because there's like 
a lot of commentaries you can find like on the internet. So I was yeah. looking at different commentaries and you know what they say and um like I also brought up like the Bible study tools um <laughs> website because yeah. it literally like just brings like a bunch of different Bible verses like bam right there. So All right. so basically like I was just looking up different verses and what it says and then just like um comparing that to like the different commentaries and yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, we were talking about how Jesus, me and you were texting, we we're talking about the Nazarite vow. Yeah. Did you know about the Nazarite vow, like that Jesus took that? I did not. Okay. So, yeah. So there's, so the Nazarite vow is like, is something that Samson took and, and Jesus took where they wouldn't eat from the vine. They wouldn't drink from the vine, but this was a vow that they took. And it wasn't for, not everybody took this vow. Mm-hmm. And so I was really, like my, put it this way, your grandma's like, I, I prayed for you and I gave you to Christ. And, you know, like, she's like, basically, in not so many words, I thought you would live the Nazarite vow. And I'm like, like, part <laughs> of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, mom, I'm sorry, mom. But yeah. You know, it's, it's, it was, yeah. So the reason why I bring it, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just laughing because you're talking about Yeah, well, that's how I know about it is because my mom and my dad taught me about the Nazarite vow that Jesus took. So I'm just like, okay, no pressure there, you know, Sue. She'll probably hear it. She's like, hi, Mario. But, um, (laughs) I know. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let, let's bring it to a closing. So we talked about alcohol. We talked New Testament, Old Testament conclusion. As a pastor is. Is it OK to, to drink alcohol? Yes. When is it not OK? It's not OK when you consume too much and you're and and it is not OK if your local church where you attend um, that authority of your covering says they do not partake, then you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And um, the the other part of it is is don't be passive to alcohol. We shouldn't be passive to anything. Anything that separates us from God, we should not be passive to. And we should run so far away from it. If it changes you and causes you um, to sin against God. Do not be passive to it. Run as far away from it. Don't even dabble with it. Don't even look at it. Just keep on walking. You know? yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like that part from that movie. Remember from Hangover where he's like, yeah. keep on walking, old man. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, don't be passive to it, man. It will sting you. It will hurt. It will cost you something. So be wise about it. If, if you're if it's not good for you, stay far away from it. Don't even mess with it. Don't even try it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, Christians who do have this freedom, who've come to this conclusion of like, yeah, I can drink. Hey, be careful with it. Be careful with this freedom. Yeah. You know, don't, don't flaunt it. Like, be careful with it. Like we, we have a responsibility, not just to us. 
And so be wise about it. Is this, is it when I consume alcohol, is it pleasing to God? Am I, is my attitude, is my thought, is it pleasing to him? Because believe me, the counter argument, people have told me, well, then if that's the case, people who argue, like, can we drink, you know, that they're for alcohol. Well, then if that's the case and we should be of sober mind, should we take anesthesia? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh my God. Again, it's the hard intent, right? Because you even brought up, you're like, well, that's different. Yeah. That is for a medical procedure. Mm -hmm. But it says be of sober mind. So, you know, should we not be under anesthesia or I had to take narcos for um, right before I'd go into surgery. Should I take narcos? Should we take narcos right before surgery? Yeah. Because we're born, believe me, you're not of sober mind at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, it's hard intent. Why are you bringing that up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we could use anything to argue and do what we want to do. Yeah. And so what is the heart intent? Allow God to examine your heart and be like, okay, what does this, what does the, what does King Jesus say about this? And we should use this question in, in any decision that we make in our life. What, Lord, what is this pleasing to you? Because, uh, yeah. So, all right, Sunny, you got any last words to say? We're at the 45 mark. I think we ended it well. If you have any questions, text Text me, message me. You guys know I'm down to answer your questions. Sunny? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't have anything else to say. I think you summed it up pretty well. I would probably just say, you know, um, if you are, like, on the brink about this stuff, you know, look at it yourself. Like, you could ask other people. You can ask, you know, your, your other fellow Christian peers. But it honestly is your decision at the end of the day. So just look at the Bible and see what it says and yeah. just pray to God and ask and, and ask him, you know? Yeah. I think that's like the advice that I would give would just would be to look at scripture yourself. Yeah. And see about like what it says to you. Yeah, definitely. What, what does King Jesus say about this? And so, all right, guys, um, we're at the 46 mark. Uh, Sunny, what do you want to talk about next week? Should we talk about something more soft or, um, believe me, pe- people have asked me, these are some of the topics that they want, they want to hear sexual abuse. Okay. I'm like, Oh my oh, Yeah. I'm like, Oh man, here we go. Um, yeah. that's one of them dating. They want us to go back to dating, <laughs> dating, <laughs> dating apps. They they're like, oh, could you dating. talk about yeah. Dating oh. apps. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. I, I, I don't know if I'm that for a second. <laughs> huh? Because I brought that up in our last yeah and I was yeah they're like Sunny brought up dating apps I'm like oh my god okay a divorce divorce is the other one and I'm like oh my gosh that one hurts um let's see what else uh what about you what are your friends say um I think dating is also a good topic because just like you know I'm 21 years old and especially being a Christian. At Biola, there's definitely some pressure about relationships and dating and marriage and just overall being at this, uh, like, early 20s age. It's like, am I I supposed to settle down already? Like, what? And all that stuff. So, 
Yeah, but well, I think, uh, dating is is also another good one that a lot of young people would want to hear. Well, as your dad, I would say, take your time. Don't rush. Um, anything good takes time. Yeah. You know, so, and of course, you always go to God first. But hey, this is Mario with Rugged 33 Podcast and Sunny, my lovely daughter, in whom well please. And we will see you guys next week. Go ahead and chime in, guys. Message me. Let me know. Um, I- I'm also thinking, Sunny, of going live. Maybe me and you going live on Instagram. Oh, okay. That would be Right? Yeah. yeah, I think that would be interesting. I did that with your cousin, um, Stephen, on the Long Beach Experience. Uh, he wanted to talk about angels and demons. And, man, it went. It was really good. Yeah. So, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, we would actually have to brush our teeth and comb our hair for that one. I know. I'd actually have to right. be ready instead of being in my pajamas. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Love you, Sunny. Love you, Reggae 33 podcast listeners. God bless you guys. Deuces. We're out. Bye. Love you, Dad. Bye.